Welcome to Talking Business Now. I'm your host, Kelly Scanlon. Thank you for joining us. As a business leader, do you ever feel like you're conducting an orchestra, trying to get all the people and parts moving harmoniously? Our guest on this episode of Talking Business Now is maestro Roger Nirenberg. He's an orchestral conductor, a leadership consultant, and the founder of The Music Paradigm. He made his conducting debut in New York, and he has since conducted many great American orchestras. He's also recorded with the London Philharmonic and conducted at both the Prague Spring Festival and the Beijing Festival. And he's collaborated with many of the most renowned solo artists and composers of our time. Nirenberg became curious about the challenges and opportunities that organizations face during times of rapid change. As a result, he created the Music Paradigm, a program that has taken him to the podium of more than 90 orchestras and before hundreds of organizations in 23 countries. He's written about the experience in his book, Maestro, a surprising story about leading by listening. I asked Roger why an orchestra is such an effective learning tool for leaders. So now I'm asking them to adopt certain behaviors that are very much like the kinds of behaviors that either they want to bring about in their own organization, or else they don't want to admit that it's holding them back. And so the orchestra becomes a kind of a mirror for them to look at themselves and see themselves more clearly than they can in real life. We'll hear more from Roger right after this message from our sponsor, Interobang Solutions. Would you like to position your company as an industry thought leader, increase engagement, and build credibility with prospects and clients? Establish your influence as a trusted resource Interobang Solutions offers full-service writing and publishing solutions that deliver your company's messages with a bang. You can count on us to provide turnkey solutions that support your existing marketing and communication staff or act as your full-service outsourced partner. Interobang Solutions, providing custom writing, editing, and publishing solutions. Visit www.interobangsolutions.com. We're talking business now with maestro Roger Nirenberg, the author of Maestro, a surprising story about leading by listening. He's an orchestral conductor, a leadership consultant, and founder of The Music Paradigm. In this episode of Talking Business Now, Roger talks with us about the music paradigm and how an orchestra can enhance a company's organizational development. Welcome, Roger. Hi, Kelly. It's nice to be here. I'm fascinated by the concept of orchestra and organizational development. And before we get to that, though, I'd like to learn more about you and when you realized you were going to dedicate your life to music. Tell us about that. Well, I must have been about uh, nine years old, I guess. I heard a recording of Beethoven's symphonies, Third Symphony in particular, and um, and something happened to me. It was this, I heard the music. I heard what was in it. 
And it was incredibly beautiful and it was incredibly powerful and it felt true and universal and huge. And uh, I just knew that my life was going to be about this. So you realized when you were nine years old that you were going to devote your life to this, that music was going to be your life. You made yet another leap, though, and that was understanding the greater implications of orchestral conducting and connecting that to leadership and organization. Where did that come from and then eventually turn into the idea of the music paradigm? Well, as, as when I became a music director for, for two orchestras and I became a kind of proselytizer for, for music, uh, to the people in the community, I soon discovered that I was talking to a lot of people who didn't have much interest in music. But one of the things that they were really interested in was my job. You know, they, they were kind of fascinated by conductors' power and, you know, charisma and ability to influence things. I think they were, you know, kind of identifying with that. And I saw that that was a way of reaching them about music, by delivering music to them through that channel. And I started to experiment with ways that I could make music come alive for them. Eventually, I created this learning experience. But when, when I mounted it, experimented with it, I discovered it, it was incredibly successful. And people were telling me that this was the best leadership training that they'd ever had. That wasn't exactly what I was beginning to look for, but I certainly, I followed the opportunity and that, then I began to get engaged by, by corporations all over the world to do this. And that's how it was born. And I thought at the same time, I was doing something great for music. So I thought to myself, well, why not? When, when was the time period for this? How long have you been doing this? This was in the mid 1990s. Okay. when, then I was inventing it. So I've been doing it for more than uh, 20 years. Take us through the experience of the Music Paradigm Workshop. Well, I, it's generally part of a, a, a meeting, a business meeting. Uh, at a certain, a certain point in the schedule, the, the participants in the meeting, they come into a room, but the room is not set up the way normal business meetings are. They're it's set up like an orchestra. And in fact, there are, there are orchestral musicians, they're live musicians, but it's not the normal kind of setup where they're on a stage. Instead, they're occupying the entire room with lots of spaces and empty chairs for the participants to sit amongst them. So already at the beginning, there's something kind of shocking and unusual about it. And normally they, they don't know exactly what's going to happen or or what they're going to be asked to do. So there's a lot of mystery about it. And I take them on a kind of a tour of the orchestra and the various capabilities that it has. And they begin to get interested in the, uh, in the orchestra, the things that I'm showing, because it's not the things that they normally expect. Uh, but of course, I've consulted with the company advanced to find out what's the goal of the meeting. What are, what's the success that they're trying to bring about? And what are the challenges they have? And I devise role-playing exercises that I spontaneously throw at the orchestra. Because the orchestra has worked with me for one hour, but all we've done is practice the music. So now I'm asking them to adopt certain behaviors that are very much like the kinds of behaviors that either they want to bring about in their own organization, or else they don't want to admit that it's holding them back. And so 
the orchestra becomes a kind of a mirror for them to look at themselves and see themselves more clearly than they can in real life. And, uh, and at the same time that they're seeing what they could be or what they don't want to admit that they are, it's kind of very humorous and, um, and it's very engaging. And so people don't get defensive when they, when they see demonstrations of their own foibles because the demonstration is not about them. It's a demonstration about the orchestra. But people, nonetheless, they understand that this is what goes on in their own workplace. And they don't have to be told. And, of course, you know, people take much greater ownership of, of what they learn by discovery than they do because somebody has told them about it. So it's fun. It's non-confrontational. And... It's, it's something that, uh, as an experience, they're learning. So tell us, by example, what's a behavior or, or a goal that a company might hire you to work on, and then what do they see? How's that carried out in the orchestra? Well, for example, there was, there's one organization, a really huge multinational organization, that was beginning a very, very important transformation. Uh, in order to stay preeminent and at the top of their field, they knew that they had to transform their organization. They gave themselves many years. And they decided that the only way this was going to be successful was if their leaders got behind it and actively promoted and enrolled the rest of the workforce. So they had leadership training for their top 5,000 leaders. Gives you an idea of how big the company was. Mm-hmm. And and the music paradigm was delivered to, to all of those people. And at one point in those sessions, I asked the orchestra, um, there are, you know, there are principal players, the, the, the principal flute, the principal trumpet, the, the principal cellist, you know, all those principal players, about maybe one-fifth of the orchestra. I asked them to completely devote themselves to a performance. But I then asked the rank and file to do as little as possible without getting caught. <laughs> uh, of course, that, that you know, brought about laughter for everybody because musicians are never asked to do that, and they didn't know I was going to ask them to do it, but then the orchestra played. And you could see and hear the leaders really, you know, giving it their all. And you could see the others were just sitting back and with no energy at all. But the orchestra sounded fine. And after I stopped the orchestra, after a minute and a half or so, I said, I see the surprised expressions on your faces. I bet you thought it was going to be bad, but you look, you look as though that was perfectly fine. And I said, but why should that surprise you? Because we all know that's the way most organizations work. That the people who take accountability, and they're so good that they carry it for everyone. And you wouldn't even think this was a dysfunction until you heard the following. And I said, what would it be like if every musician in the orchestra gave everything, used everything you know? And then they hear the same passage again, but the effect is completely different because whereas before it was pleasant, now it's powerful and it's the energy is so high and they feel the sound on their skins. Um, and, and, uh, you know, because music, it's not only your ears that you feel it, you feel it in your body. Yes. After we stop, I say that that's, of course, this spontaneous applause because they've really seen something important. And I say this is a very challenging demonstration for any leader 
Because you're, if you're the type of leader who just fixes things when they go wrong, you'll never draw that kind of response. You'll never unleash the power and the energy of your people. It's only the leader who sees what might be and then tries to bring the organization to that who can do that. So that's a real call to action for leaders. At the same time, that's very challenging for them. You know, you said a moment ago that the music paradigm is not confrontational, and that's true. But at the same time, it it poses extremely challenging ideas and shows what great leadership can be and what an organization that's really working well feels like. How long do these sessions typically last? It's an hour and a half with the orchestra and then a half hour for me to to do a kind of question and answer with them to help them to absorb what it is that they just took in because it's very rich. I mean, you're getting it through all of your senses. You're immersed in it. Uh, and a lot of the ideas take a while to digest. So in all, it's two hours. You've been through so many sessions. How has it changed you? We talk about how it's changed the organizations, but how about yourself? Well, thinking about leadership so much and teaching it in this way, I don't consider myself a teacher, but I design the I designed the experience. The experience is the thing that teaches, but I designed it and then I've written about it and I've recognized that there are leadership opportunities every day. There are hundreds of leadership opportunities. Um, there are ways that you can you can make things better for, for lots of people just by by the way you act, by you know, sort of being harmonious in your actions with them. You know, if there's somebody who needs to move on ahead is in a hurry by by simply getting out of their way and making space for them, you know, these tiny little acts, you realize that in a way that's a kind of an act of leadership. And then just listening to somebody with with your full attention and focusing on them and trying to see the world through their eyes, that's an act of leadership too. And so uh, I think that it's, it's widened my, my, uh, the range of how I think about the way I live and the choices that I make. You know, as you speak, it, it strikes me that, you know, one of the topics that is, is uh, of a lot of importance these days is diversity in organizations. And, the orchestra actually demonstrates that as well because, you know, the flute has its sound and another instrument has its sound and they're different. They look different. They're made differently, but yet they're all contributing. And as you pointed out in the earlier example, when one of them's not performing or whenever you don't have the input from that particular instrument, then you're not as great as you could be. And so there's just so many implications here. It's absolutely fascinating. I think it's very wise what you said, uh, and and it, it's a, a really even deeper than that because there's a way that you can lead the orchestra that makes the various different colors of the orchestra, the way I describe it, the various different colors compete with each other and kind of the orchestra turns into a kind of a shouting match. And there's another way that you can lead in which there's a kind of a transparency and everybody's behaving in a way that allows everybody to be heard. And of course, that's analogous to an organization and the diversity goals that they had for it. 
And if others who are listening today would like to learn more about your music paradigm workshop itself, perhaps they would, you know, considering for their organization, or if they just want to learn about it because they find it fascinating as I do, where can they get a copy of your book, Maestro? Well, that's easy. You know, you go to Amazon or Barnes Barnes and Noble or eight hundred CEO Read. Uh, all, all the, you know, wherever books are sold online, uh, you can get my book easily. And then there's the, the website, which is musicparadigm.com. You can also find the book that way, uh, and read an excerpt from it. And, uh, and then there are all kinds of blogs and videos and interesting things. I've tried to make the, uh, the website very, lively and, and, and interesting. Yes, it is that. It's full of resources for certain. Roger, thank you so much for being our guest today. I've really appreciated your insights. Thank you so much. I'm really, I'm glad you invited me. And we appreciate the support of our sponsor, Interobang Solutions, providing writing, editing, and publishing services. Visit their website at interobangsolutions.com. And thank you for tuning in today. Please be sure to join us for the next episode of Talking Business Now. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Thank <laughs> you.